the minute that door closed, doors here started to open. Hey, Pantry fam. Are you looking for more faith-based podcasts, but you don't know where to go? The Access More Podcast Network has over 40 shows on topics like faith, culture, family, and entertainment, and offers a safe space to discover inspiring conversations. So if you're a fan of this show, you're going to find encouragement, hope, and joy from other podcasts on Access More. Start listening today at accessmore.com. What do you do when you have a plan? but it's not God's plan. Anyways, come on, hey, (laughs) welcome to the pantry. Yes, this is one of our off-season episodes. I think we do like two a year, right? Like the ones right around Christmas and New Year's. Uh, This year we're doing three. We're doing three this year because we're doing this one next week and then the uh, 150th episode Q&A in a few weeks. So yeah, but that is a question we were asking ourselves last year was it November, October? I think October. September, October. Somewhere in there, right? Yeah. 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 And so this episode is cleverly called The Ark We Saw because (laughs) to cut a long story. No, because she's witty. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Because long story short, last fall, like late last summer slash late early fall, we were going to move to Arkansas. And for us, it was kind of like an arc to get away. Right. And, um, and that's kind of how the story begins. Can I give a, 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 what what do you call that thing up front? (laughs) Like, I want to make sure that some people that hear this aren't like, they wanted to run away from us. We love our church. (laughs) That was the redeeming factor. That was was one of the things that was like, oh man, we love our church. Uh, And we didn't want to move away from them. But we really did believe that God was making a move. Right. Um, It was kind of funny how everything kind of came into play. It was like, you know, we start looking at Arkansas. We start like, thinking that, you know, hey, maybe that's a good place to move. You know, we're looking at all these different states. We're looking at our state. We're looking at our current circumstance in the city we live in. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I up front, here's some admission. <laughs> I up front believed that it was God's plan. Yeah. I think that's good to admit or whatever yeah. shine a light on because When it's something like we know and any believer that knows the heart of God, (laughs) you know, to a fair degree knows when certain there's some plans, you're just like, that would never be God's plan. Right. Like becoming a professional, like, I I don't know, like I can't even think of something that wouldn't like offend (laughs) or like that he could probably redeem. But anyway, like redeem everything. It's a hard one. But I think like there's just some stuff, right, that he would just that's not the plan he has because it contradicts his word at every step of the way. I just don't think I'll become a ballerina at the age of 50. How's that? Well, there's there's a nice, funny, innocent sounding one. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Because I didn't want to get too like graphic with some of my examples. But but yeah, like there's certain things that we just know are not aligned with his word. So they're not his will for us. And if we end up in those things, he can work in them and redeem us. But it just is so counter to who he is and what he wants for us. And then there's the things that sound like they line up perfectly with everything that he says is good. And so you're like, when doors open in those situations, you assume safely that it's God. But then sometimes there's a plot twist. 
right? I kind of just left it. So I'm in, I'm in one of the Bible college classes mm-hmm. and Pastor Shibley's teaching. He's like, this is my own pastor now. This is the, I love Pastor Shibley and he does, he probably doesn't want to see me go. I mean, he would do it. He's okay with it. If God calls he admitted it, he didn't want to, he, he admitted it though. And, and, but I kept reflecting him back to some words that he said, uh, from the, from teaching. Yeah. And he was like, Hey, what you have to do is you have to keep moving mm-hmm. and you trust that God will open and close doors. Right. But the last thing that you want to do when you're looking for what God's will is in your life is to just to sit there and say, okay, God, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You know, there's some action, there's some movement that always happens, but we have to understand something too. Proverbs 16, nine says it very nicely. It says a man's heart plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. And this is one of those stories where, okay, let me tell you something. It was lining up beautifully. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, Arkansas, Arkansas gets laid on my heart. Was it my heart or was it God's heart? You know, there's always that question up front. And then all of a sudden it's like you, you talk to another pastor, you know, cause we're, we're a very, um, we do a lot of church plants right? from our main church, from the church that we're associated with, mm-hmm. not big church plants, not mold, you know, not the million, like hundreds of thousands of people in the congregation, right, right. but church plants, you know, people go out, they, they test the water, they move around, uh, and they wait for God to say, yeah, this is where we should plant a church. And so I'm sitting there like, okay, so if I go to Arkansas, this was my thinking at that time, you know, I've got a job and I'm like, well, I'll quit my job. I was ready to walk. Yeah. Um, I'm still ready to walk just to put that out there. It's if, a willingness to go. If he says, yeah, to go. if God says go, otherwise I'm going to do my job mm-hmm. to, you know, to the glory of God. And I'm just going to keep going. But I was ready to, I was like, okay, God, if this is what you want me to do, I've got a few more years left before I could officially retire. Right. And if this is what you want, God, I'm all for it. And then you get back, you know, I, I went out there or no, I hadn't gone there yet. Had I? No, I hadn't. I was, we were you just looking gone. at it. Yeah. We were just looking at Arkansas. And then all of a sudden a pastor pops up and says, Hey, we're thinking about it. We're thinking about planting a church. And then it's like, Oh, you, you start getting really excited right. and you're like, wait, this is starting to line up. And then there's a trip to go. And so I jump on this trip to go out to Arkansas. We're looking at all these different places. <laughs> Do you want to finish? Yeah. Cause there's a big, there's like several oh months. So there's several oh. months in between the two things Shay just said. Right. Oh. So when we are, you know, hearing that there's a church plant that's potentially looking at Arkansas, that they're going every few months and that there's going to be an upcoming opportunity yeah. in the spring to go. And then we are looking online and we see this beautiful, adorable little blue farmhouse with land, with a body of water on the property, with a barn, with a workshop that's got electric to it, with space for a couple cows, for chickens, things that if you know us, these are things we would love to have, right? Um, And they're very friendly towards homeschool down there, which is always something you want to pay attention to and all this. So, I had been looking at homes both locally and away in Idaho, right? And so we were talking about Arkansas. So I just decided, let me just go on Zillow and look and bam, here's this beautiful thing for $299,000. Now, where we live, you can't even get a one bedroom, one level home for $400,000. So this was amazing to us. And, uh, And then all of a sudden, Shay says, let's do it. And so suddenly we are going down this path of putting an offer 
on this house and it getting accepted and us sitting there like signing paperwork and paying for an inspection on this house and us starting to like wrap things up here. Um, If you've listened to us for a while, you also find out that during this time, we also all got COVID for the first time. And so we're trying, and as as the most able-bodied of the family during that, I'm still trying to clean up the house, get rid of stuff, you know, throw tons of bags of trash out, um, organize the house, get it ready for photos in a few weeks. You know, like I'm trying to do all this stuff because there's just no time. There's like this ticking, like until we sell the house, they can give the house to somebody else on that end. And, and I was flat. And he was just flat. Like, <laughs> like flat. he was in bed, like right? Flat. Um, so I'm running around doing all of that. And we get the picket sign out in front of the house that yep. says coming soon. And the next day we get a call that they're giving the house to someone else if we don't sell our house in 24 hours. Or we just give them, them the money yeah. up front. Neither of which is going to happen because Shay's still in bed and I mean, there's just no way. Right. So so in that moment, we just, you know, our hearts fall because up until that Mm -hmm. point, it was amazing that they had accepted our offer. It was there were a few things. It was just amazing, amazing, amazing. The idea of being used to plant another church that loves the gospel blessing, all these things. Like we wouldn't be alone down there. There were other people in our friend group that were even like, yeah, if you pave the way, we might come help. And so we might not be alone. Some of Kalia's closest friends would have been there. So all that. And then all of a sudden, no, no. (laughs) And, uh, and and we weren't done. And that's where you start really I had to sit there and really come to an admission. Yeah. That I wanted to go. Right. That I wanted to leave. Um, if you know our area, we love our area. We love the people in our area, but it's also a very hard area. Right. It's a hard area for a believer in Christ. And it's a battlefield, to believe it or not. And and it is a battlefield. And, and sitting there wanting to leave because of everything that you don't agree with. Right. To go to somewhere with everything that would agree with. It's a huge letdown. Yeah. It was kind of, it was really huge, but at the same time, it wasn't very long. It might've been one of those, and you kind of have in the back of your mind, but it was like, we said, okay, this is what God wants. And it was almost like lights turned on. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, it was like, this was you. And I can get there and say that now. Yeah. I can actually, it took me a while to swallow that pill and to say that, hey, it's you, It, it was me that was trying to drive this train out of here. But really God was just, I I don't know how it all plays out, how it pans out, how that was working, but I know this, God said no. Yeah. Whether God, uh, you know, hey, look, maybe it was a season that we had to learn to grow. And, and really, <sighs> Ephesians 5 really came in as I'm thinking about this episode, as I'm just sitting here like, what, yeah. what verses could we really roll on here? And, um, It says, see then that you will walk. This is uh, verse 15. See then that you will walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. That's good. That's good advice right there. Mm -hmm. Redeem the time. (laughs) 
because we spend a lot of time because the days are evil and it's like you got a purpose there's something for you to do therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the lord is we grab the hold of that very quickly i believe i believe that we said you know what whether we want to be here or not Mm -hmm. This is where God wants us to be. Right. So then the next prayer out of that, instead of, hey, Lord, hey, you know, if this is your will, move us to Arkansas, get us to Arkansas, get us, you know, help Michelle with the houses. I'm laying supine. Can't, bro, it was bad. <laughs> that was a bad season. Right. I'm trying to walk through houses that are being constructed, can't breathe. <laughs> Anyways, and to sitting there saying, okay, no. And then all of a sudden God says, but here you go. And we both grabbed a hold of it fast. It was like, okay, what do we do now? Yeah, I remember when they said that they were giving the house away, like we laid down. I mean, he was laying down. I laid down beside him and I let out a sob and I cried for about 10 minutes Mm. and I let the dream die. Now, what is amazing, right? Um, cause I'll, I'll offer like my looking back reflection in a second, but what's amazing is I can't remember how much time had passed. It was a few weeks. Yeah. Um, because here's the other thing. There were some issues with the, the property, right? After our inspection, we saw some issues with the property and we were willing to kind of just deal with them and correct them when we got there, even though Shay had no job. Like we were just kind of running on faith because our idea was if God wants us there and all these doors are opening, these unlikely doors, then he's going to continue to provide for us when we get down there to help us figure this out when when we're there. Um, And so suddenly that door shuts. We don't have this, this house. And so our first thing was, okay, maybe Arkansas is not the answer, or maybe this house is not the answer, and we're still supposed to go to Arkansas. And so we let that dream of that little house die, but we did not let go of Arkansas because we still didn't know. We still did not know what, there were all these other doors open and he might just want us to live in a different house. And so... We're talking to our realtor on that end saying, keep an eye out for stuff, you know, and a few weeks go by and then we find out that they did not actually, like they ripped the house away from us to give it to someone else in in a hot cake second, right? But that person backed out. And so they call us back and they're like, hey, the house is back on the market and they're willing to sell it to you. And in that moment, we looked at each other and we were like, we don't want it. And... um, there was just this piece in that. Uh, yeah, know? it was. There was no pride. Like, oh, well, he did us wrong. Yeah, it we was just, just like, like, we just, we like, I all felt that. like the spirit was like, no. Yeah. Like there was just like, all this. And it was almost like a temptation for a hot second. Right. Like a, like, a, but I also retrospectly, I see it as a test of like, just from all these angles of like, just an exercise in faith. Because if, if, because we were pursuing it with faith because mm-hmm. it was uncertain. All our little ducks weren't lined up in a row, but because we thought God was behind it, we were willing to go without ducks in a row and, and let him take us as we go. Then the next test is when suddenly there's a big interruption in the process. Right. And so our definition of success on this journey is now interrupted. Now, how do you feel about God? Are you going to be mad at God? Are you going to shake your fist at God? Are you, or are you going to let it roll? And we let it roll. You know, after that 10 minutes, I was like, okay, well clearly I'm not going to spend more than 10 minutes crying over something God didn't want us to have in the first place. Right. Then when it comes back a few weeks later, you know, I think that was for me, it was almost like, 
don't give up on Arkansas right. because there's still this like, you know, we, we, we didn't know yet, but yeah. also then you had planned, you booked tickets, you brought oh, a yeah, friend for, January, yeah. for going down to see, cause we have a friend shout out to our friend, Jake, who Jake McCandless, he's been on an episode yes. before he wrote, um, a kid's book on revelation called his white horse. And, um, and so we, you were going to link up with him. I you were going to shout link out up Mike with, too, because yes. like he, he, he went with me on this chasing the dream thing. Right. Like he, <laughs> that's his friend from up here. They yeah. flew down. He was like, I'll roll with you brother. Yeah. They like, flew right. down. They hung out with the people from up in our area that were thinking of starting a church or still are thinking of starting a yeah. church down there and then got to connect more with Jake down there. Um, and there was a lot of fruit yeah, in absolutely. that, in that, you know, that trip and in the relationships that were strengthened mm. and all that, do you want, I mean, what, what, like, what did you feel when you went down there? I think it was just, you know, you're, you're going through the motion. You've got, it was kind of funny how that trip even worked out because there was, <laughs> I was supposed to be planning it with the church up there. And, and I was like, okay, let me know the details. They didn't let me know the details. <laughs> they dropped them off. So I was like, and Mike and I were like, well, let's just go. Right. <laughs> let's just go. We'll roll. And I'm like, we'll just roll. We'll just rent our own car. Look, we'll figure out where they're at. We'll go hang out with them. We'll right. do our own thing. And you know what? The church thing was good. I mean, mm -hmm. it's good to be there with the body of Christ that we know that I'm mm -hmm. familiar with, to have some services. You know, yes. people show up, talk to people, meet with Jake McCandless was huge. Mm -hmm. um, but I, and, and no, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to undercut that because it's beautiful. That was a beautiful time to just yeah. be with him, talk with him, be with him. But what really solidified out that was Mike organized relationship. Mm -hmm. We got to hang out together, sleep in the same room together, be together. Right. And it was just this constant, like man talking to man, iron sharpening iron mm -hmm. and really coming back with no answers. Right. And you <laughs> even drove by the property. Yeah. I even drove by. I wanted to go see it. Yeah. And I was like, and you know what, when I drove by, I wasn't like, Oh yeah. Oh, you know, I was just like, Oh, okay. It wasn't like, Oh man. It was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it had a lot of cool things. But at the same time, I just felt at ease that maybe this was something bigger. Like God was bringing two brothers together or, you know, just solidifying relationships within our own church or solidifying a relationship with uh, Jake McCandless. Yeah. Because I'm going to sit here today and say, I don't know that Arkansas is out or in. Right. But I know one thing from all of this, you know, from everything that's happened since then. The minute that door closed, mm -hmm. doors here started to open. Yeah. Like the men's ministry that was kind of like, kind of, it was going, it was getting it, it was getting it, it was getting it. But now it's like, it's, it's, it's on fire. So right. I'm men's ministry leaders right. at, at our church. Um, all of a sudden I'm looking around and there's youth mm -hmm. that need to, that need to come together. And it's like, okay. And then, you know, you feel the nudging of the Holy Spirit saying, okay, let's, let's try to pull these kids together. Mm -hmm. And then you start ordination and then you start all these other things and you're like, okay, so God needs me here now. Right. And honestly, I, 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 at this moment in time, and there's a lot more talk about this actually, but yeah. at this moment in time, I really believe that God is going to use us here for this season. Right. Because this is a battlefield. Right. Um, Arkansas, I could probably walk up to most people. Well, not all people, because we were there. <laughs> not everyone says they're a Christian, but right. a lot of people are, but we're here. It's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, where do you want to use me, God? So I, I'm right now sitting in that position like, okay, I mean, I'm here. And you yeah. know what? I'm rolling with it. Yeah. And I think at the time we were asking God because 
there was a law we were struggling with and we, mm. we, we knew, we always call our church a unicorn because it doesn't fly any questionable flags. It doesn't deviate into some stuff that's very easily uh, corrected just by reading the Bible in general, as far as traditions go. Um, just really leans into the word of God and what it says. And, you know, people that are full of love, but we were, we were tired. Um, we were working, we had a lot of hats and very little support, right? We were the support. We were often the ones who would, you know, be juggling, spinning plates, all this stuff, you know, and, and that was tiring us out. And at the same time, there was not this strong sense of community that we felt, that we sensed, um, because we kept trying and we weren't the only ones trying. There were other people trying and it just seemed like things didn't work out. People's schedules didn't work out. People's commutes wouldn't work out. Mm. You know, it just seemed like we all just loved each other so much, but we only knew each other on Sundays, sometimes Thursdays and maybe through text. And we were like, where is this Christian life that we're pining for? And I was like, that's not necessarily in the heart of every believer. It's in ours. So maybe that means we're supposed to like pursue that somewhere else because we had been trying here. Um, And then we have the Arkansas thing and we just and we like you said, we don't know. Right. Um, But we were asking ourselves at that point, is our area our Sodom and Gomorrah or is it our Nineveh? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> because it's not a hundred percent always like we've had these conversations on the show as well. Is this the kind of situation where God is saying this place is wicked and beyond saving, get out? Or is it this place is wicked in need of a savior and there's people left to mm. be saved? And so we were struggling because this was also in the midst of all these shutdowns and, you know, Satan's troops playing humans like a fiddle because they're all, you know, inside, uncertain, confused. And so you've got everyone heightened in emotions, people picking up causes that don't align with the word and pushing them in ways that really make our lives uncomfortable. And so we were struggling with that. Um, but yeah, like you said, at at the end of all that, suddenly we come out the other end with this piece that before we didn't know what we were supposed to do right. and our and our flesh might have wanted to run more than God wanted us to run, but we didn't know if we were in alignment with him wanting to leave or not. And suddenly right. we had clarity, even if it wasn't our first choice, we had the clarity and suddenly community was right. being built and <laughs> ministries yeah. were flourishing and new ministries were happening without necessarily the same few people starting them. Suddenly all these things are flourishing. These people mm. are talking, friendships are happening. I remember it was very hard throughout all the shutdowns because you've got a toddler who has very few friends mm. and the friends she had that she could still see every week to give her the social interaction that every child needs despite the world spiraling out of control. They kept moving. And I just kept getting more and more discouraged. Right. And suddenly now it's like the closest, most amazing friendships <laughs> are being built on all the levels in our family. And so it's it it's like that all those tests, those exercises, and then peace. Mm. Yeah, I, I 
you know, as you're mentioning community, I, I think I could put all the ministry pluses, the ordination plus away mm-hmm. and just look at the community of this. Look at what has been gained since we, since January of last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I mean, like January, like starting in yeah. February, it's like a light switch really turns on. So, you know, there's lights that are keep going on. There's, it's, it's this constant like comfort though. I don't think that I was ever stressed. If anything, I was so stressed laying on a bed knowing we had to move and I couldn't do anything. But, and then I could hardly even think of that because I was in bad shape. I was in bad shape, y'all. But as we, as I look back this year, because I mean, we're, we're getting to the end of the year, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of things have happened. We've seen huge communities start coming together. Like it's like all of a sudden it's like all this connectedness, people going and meeting and us too. Let me just be honest with this. This isn't just us saying that other people weren't doing something right. Right. This is me saying we weren't doing right. something right. Right. This is me saying that like, okay, I need to readjust how I do things. Why is my time so selfish with my wife? Mm-hmm. Granted, we have our family time. Right. But you know what's fun? Friends. Yeah, family time with <laughs> friends. Like, like, let's go up to a farm or a Christmas tree farm. Or, hey, let's go to a pumpkin patch together. Instead yeah. of just us three rolling together, we're rolling with friends. We're like, hey, we're going in this, this direction. Do y'all... Right. Just keep looking. Do y'all want to... Do y'all... We keep going in this direction. Do y'all want to, you know, roll with us? Right. And it's just amazing that um, that we've been able to like really get dialed in to more community. Yeah. And, and I and it's like healthy. Right. And it's good because I mean, there's breaks and builds the season we've been mm-hmm. in. I understand that there's four walls in a church, and a lot of people there's there's you know controversy on that too. Well, it's not four walls, and you got the people like we don't need church, you know. But let me tell you something: you need community. Yes. So you could sit there, we could sit there and we could talk about the four walls of a church. We could sit there and talk about a home church. We could sit there and talk about Bible studies only. But let me tell you something. We need brothers and sisters of Christ to walk life with. And that is what we have gained out of this. The ark we saw, the ark we saw was not the ark that we thought it was going to be. Right. We thought it was going to be this ark of protection of 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 of, of taking us away from something that we an escape from wickedness, right? Right. And the ark that we end up seeing mm-hmm. is this community ark. Yeah. That God is ordaining and putting together. This ark that God is saying, "You know what? This is necessary." And it's got me fired up. And so even in my in my in my life groups and in my men's groups, it's like I'm, I'm really like driving this point home of, of more community that we are in a battle. We're in a battle because every day we walk outside and we see wickedness and we have a, a mission to do. We have a job that God's given us to do. And this is our battlefield. No matter where you're at, maybe you're in the most Christian place in the entire world. Let me tell you something. Even in Arkansas, we found places where people didn't like Jesus. Oh, yeah. And so there's battlefields everywhere. And if there's anything that I wanted to bring out of this episode is that when we are in these battles, we need people to walk with. And community is important. And so the arc that I've been given is an arc of community. Yeah. It has the mission hasn't changed. I haven't been wrapped up in a in bubble wrap <laughs> and protected and right. you're good to go, son. No. Right. No. I, I'm still getting beat up here and there and, and, and there's still things that go on that I don't agree with and I don't like, but I have a church mm-hmm. and I have a body of Christ 
that I get to walk through life with, that I get to call and say, Hey, look, man, things aren't working out. Let's, let's talk. Let's, let's get some Bible verse behind this or let's just get some coffee. Right. Yeah. It's been, it's been an interesting year. It's yeah. Been an interesting year. For, it's cool to hear you say that because the way I see it is we thought that arc was something we weren't already in. Mm. We thought this was like our go. escape pod. And then we realized that we were already in the ark, right. that we've already been set apart. And, you know, back in Noah's time, it was a very tiny little group. It was his family. Him and his family were, right. were in this ark. And the same is true, but it's not small because of community, right. right? It's not just you, me, Kalia, and my mom. It's like, and we were even trying to recruit our other grandparents. Come on. Oh, <laughs> you know, we like, um, <laughs> we'll take everyone. <laughs> we'll take everybody, man. Come on, there's room for everybody down there. Um, Let's start a community. Yeah. And I just kept Which joking. Which is still a dream, right? <laughs> like still that's a still a dream where you can live next to your best friends. But, but not a cult. But I digress. <laughs> hold on, hold on. But not a cult. But I digress. Okay. So like, um, but I, I realize now when you're a believer, you mm. are in the ark Amen. and the ark is Christ. And we were and in his ark when we are submitted and listening to him, when we let our intentions be directed into yeah. God intentions, when we allow him to rewire us, when we allow him to lead us. Right. And we obey. Right. When we do these things, then he saves us from our own misguided desires mm. even if they sound great on paper even if everyone is behind it with you because it sounds good um he's the one who really ultimately knows and he's right. the one who saves you from it and then finally i didn't realize how much i wanted clarity until we finally had it mm. i thought i wanted to leave to live this life and have you know one of the long hair red cows my little Highland calf, <laughs> right? That goats. I would get milk, you know, and and Jeez. you know, I just I thought that's what I wanted, you know, this rustic life. And I mean, it's not that it's a bad thing. I still kind of want it, but when I finally knew that right now that was not the best thing in God's eyes, then I had peace. Right. Where before there was all this restlessness and pining for something I had imagined, now there was peace and vision in the area, setting, and context he has for us. And I didn't realize how much that was hindering mm. my walk with him, my ability to get in community with others until that happened. And life changed when we realized that, that this is our mission field right, right. now. Right. And uh, I, I'm, you know, we're sitting in the same chairs and the same, we were going to build a studio barn, y'all. We were going to live it. <laughs> it was going to be called the pantry. We're going, you know, all, we didn't know what we were going to do, but the world was our oyster. And I was moment. trying to figure out what tractor I was going to get that right. was cheap enough right. to buy. <laughs> we were a mess. Okay. Uh, but now it's like, but now she's making me build a farm on our own property, it's but it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's redirected fervor. And you know, he would interject no matter where we lived. I interject right here. <laughs> so, you know, we, we, you, you move with the same people. It's going to be the same life just with I, a different set. I will of say things. though, it is nice having a wife that's at peace. Yes. That, that, that honestly, a lot of prayer on my side because I'm pretty, I'm, I'm that guy that's like, I am where I'm at. I am. I am. I am where I am. Um, maybe I was influenced a little bit to jump on ship. I don't know. Right. I don't care. Don't, don't even really think about it. That's then I got today. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about tomorrow. 
And I just, but I'll tell you what, it's nice to have a wife that is at peace. <laughs> it really is. Because once, once she grabbed a hold of that, then this area, regardless of circumstance, regardless of what we think about this area or anything, it became the area that we needed to be in. Mm-hmm. And accept, yes, and and be joyful in. Yes. We still we still have you know there's still there's still some things that we have to work on in that, but yeah. we're we're getting there. And I think that's the best thing to say about that is we're getting there. Yeah, you know that saying, "Happy wife, happy life." I hate that saying, <laughs> but I literally on the spot just came up with this one. It's so much better. <laughs> so much. So much better. Ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Happy spouse, happy house. Mm. And. That's the same thing. It's the same thing, except <laughs> explain it, mean, it to me. <laughs> well, happy wife, happy life means it's all the man's job to ensure that his ah, female okay. spouse is in it to win it, happy as all get out, right? In order to make life work, mm. it's all dependent on her emotions. If you say maybe even joyful spouse, joyful house, right? That might be better. That yeah. puts it more. In one, the golly. So yeah, let's say joyful, joyful, but also it gives honor to both. Right. Right. Because either one can make the house miserable. <laughs> the key is the joy that he brings. Right. And I think that that has helped us so much. It has. Because it gets to the point where one of you is so whatever that it makes the other one whatever. And now it's the chicken or the egg. You don't know. Who's who started who? it. Who's influencing <laughs> it. You're influencing each other. And then who's going to stop first to make it better. That's a whole nother episode. It's a whole other episode, but yeah. But think so, about it. Married couples. I mean, if you're listening to this, yeah. come on. How right. often have, have you influenced or been influenced in a situation because of your spouse? Yeah. It happens a lot. Um, yeah. But we dialed in. We've, we're dialing in. We're still getting there. We're still moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, the arc we saw is not the Arkansas that God had for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to leave on this note Mm -hmm. because I really like this because it kind of establishes what we're going through in our lives and how there's some acceptance that has to be made when we, when God has a a plan for us, when it's in his will. And it's actually in first Thessalonians, kind of long set of verses, but it it really kind of sums up a lot of things that we've had to go through in this season Mm -hmm. of, of understanding, right? First Thessalonians five, 14 through 22. Now we exhort you brethren, warn those who are unruly, Comfort the, uh, the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursues what is good both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit with those ugly thoughts and, and sayings. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. That was our season. Mm-hmm. It was like all of those negative thoughts and negative energy and negative everything was yes. like really probably kiboshing the spirit a little bit and not letting it be free. But I love how God, even when we're unfaithful, he's faithful. Mm-hmm. And he carried it through us. And not only did we move forward, but we learned something from it. And now we have a way forward and we're like, okay, this is what we need to look for in the future. Yes, that's so true. Amen. Amen. I'm glad we finally got here. We've been wanting to share this story (laughs) for so long, but 
we don't really, you know, it didn't really fit. This is the perfect place. Right after breaks and builds, right before go and make. I think it's like the perfect time, you know, and God's perfect yeah. timing to bring it on. So y'all, Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. Uh, we never take a break. We do these early, right? But but like they, they come out every Wednesday no matter what. But Merry Christmas. God bless y'all. We're thankful for you. And you can always get in touch with us and check out what we're doing at thepantrypodcast.com and support us at patreon.com slash thepantrypodcast. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe wherever you podcast and catch other great shows on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Network on Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.